Welcome to Dan Dazzo the show. Monday to Friday. Independent. Current. Exciting. Subscribe and follow. 13th of July 2020. Move it! Yeah! Tell move it. Fun and very active board. Zicking and zigging all over the show. Going up and down. Physically active, Papa. It's so nice. I think it feels like you have your finger at this power socket there and you're constantly on a buzz. It's not it's nothing magical. There is no hard science to crack behind it. Simply get enamored with something that is a strong passion of yours and you'll feel exactly as I'm feeling. So you know exactly what your passions where your passions lie. You know where your interests lie. You know what piques your interest. You know what it is you're good at. You know what you, you know what you're gifted at. So why aren't you spending an inordinate amount of time focused on that? I mean, there's so many things going on going on around us. Oh fuck, that's what came to mind. Oh, okay, I should, have, I should have first done this. This came to mind on Dan Dazzo the show. That's the feature we open the show off with. That's the feature we open the show off with. Um, the stuff that's just crossed my mind, mind just 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 now, just prior to just pressing the record button for the show to start on this Monday as we come back from the weekend. I hope you're well rested that you afforded yourself a chance to be active at least over the weekend then or if not you, t- you still do manage to squeeze in a bit of activity uh, after maybe a long day of work at work to get your blood pumping your juices flowing your mind cleared and yourself connected again to your body and uh, a sense that you control your body not the other way around did you hate it those days when you wake up and you're like Ugh. you never have those moments you wake up and you're like, Ugh. Not today. I don't know. <laughs> I do have those moments. But I thankfully have come up with a way to just quickly shake it off. I quickly focus my mind on things that um, I know will excite me that day and then line them up immediately. So that all those things that will be energy drains, I don't focus on them. So what came to mind is, again, this is, I'm probably, this is being redundant and repetitive now, but find something you love, find a hobby, find a passion, spend most of your time and your wake time focused on it but uh, that's not the only thing which came to mind right about now the other thing that came to mind is that i've got the world's driest slash ashiest legs you have ever seen and this happens if you are, you are black yeah black do crack if you're not moisturizing adequately i did put on um, a layer of uh, that nevia body lotion but it seems it was not enough my legs have been exposed i'm wearing shorts as you'll see on the video that i've created where I'm still uh, trying to polish up on my shove it on the skateboard. So, so, <clears throat> seemingly my legs aren't getting adequate um, moisturization. And I've noticed that this happens roughly around winter seasons. Um, so, so I'm just quickly looking up uh, some of the things, all right, that cause this dry skin on the lower legs. Well, I, 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 from what I'm finding out here, it's... Uh, What's this? Allergic dermatitis. It happens when skin comes into contact with a substance that triggers the immune system to overreact. And on the legs, this could be a body wash, something from outdoors, a pet, or anything that causes an allergic reaction. And for some, the reaction can mean dry, cracked, or scaly skin. And I, I can tell you now, there is no allergic, allergic, allergic dermatitis on my side. So no, that's not that. What is the best cream for dry skin on legs? Let's see. The best body lotion for dry skin, according to dermatologists, and then they 
they list them here one is CeraVe moisturizing cream uh, that's spelled C-E-R-A-V-E moisturizing cream never heard of it another one is uh, Avine Zeracom lipid replenishing cream Okay. Then there's the Eucerin Advanced Repair Dry Skin Lotion. Then there's the Veni Cream Moisturizing Skin Cream. There's the Avino Demexa Emollient Cream. The Jergens Extra Healing Dry Skin Moisturizer. There's also the Cetaphil Moisturizing Cream. Where's the Kempfer Cream? Let's see, let's see, dry it to the playlist. Huh? Better yet, Ikupi Petroleum Jelly Vaseline. Because I think that's where I'm going to be going. I'm going to revert to my roots now. You know how every black parent who doesn't like their kid, because that's the only way to explain this. If you if you love your child, there's no way you're gonna be um, smearing that uh, oily petroleum jelly on the child's face and let them go about to school and whatnot. What, what are you trying to do? So so I see these things here, but I think I'm just gonna go back to my petroleum jelly for my dry legs. This is not good. So Nivea body lotion for men, you failing me, yay! Okay. Another thing which came to mind because I must still address this. You recall last week on Friday, uh, I was still looking at the legality of uh, skating on the public roads as a skateboarder. It turns out it's still, it is illegal. Um, I've been doing my digging here, and there's nothing which points to the fact that you, it's allowed. And only at designated areas like skate parks can you go and skate. But what can I, what, what can you do then? Because skateboarding is clearly growing as a sport. As a, mo- as a mode of non-motorized mobility. Um, 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 and, and obviously, we want to build inclusive cities. We can't have people, situations, situations where us as, as, as skateboarders don't have a place to do our thing now. Lokshin, we don't have a skate park. I don't have a skate park where, where I am. So, fuck the popo. I must just get arrested then if that's going to be the, 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 the case. Alright? Because I'm getting a skate just because I'm a skate park. I'm going to skate park again. Then I'm going to illegal. I'm going to skate Thank you very much. So, so I've, I've done my digging. It's not allowed to skate on the public roads. But what can I do? Huh? I love skating. It's a great exercise slash sport slash hobby. I'm getting better and better and better at it day in day out. Am I supposed to quit it now because there is no skate park where I'm at? No, sorry. Okay. So those are the three things that came to mind. Um, what else? Yeah. Let me just. Huh. Can you hear that? I just took one bite. I'm not going to take another because I can't be eating and recording the show at the same time. But I don't know what came over me. I decided to go to the shop right. I was feeling like a snack as I was coming to the park. And there's a shop right adjacent to the to, to the park where I record the show. I was like, let me just pop in buy a fruit juice and uh, they have some chalk muffins there at shop right I was like let me just get two chalk muffins and this fruit juice and then I'm, I'm good to go I'm looking at these chalk muffins now listen here shop right tell us man this is not a muffin the muffin should be fluffy and luffy and soft this is a chalk biscuit is what it is it, 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 it's got a crunch to it dog yes it's I don't understand, but then uh, it's, it's so bright. You go in there. What what are you expecting exactly? So those are the things that came to mind as we get into the show. This uh, this here, 13th of July, 2020. This is Canada's show. Happens Monday through Friday. 
Um, those features you've come to expect of the show, the trust and tenders on, the, on this one feature is coming up. And also, let's just unpack all the stuff that is topical and interesting that uh, unfolded over the weekend. This came to mind on Dan Dazo the show. Welcome to Dan Dazo the show. Monday to Friday. Independent. Current. Exciting. Subscribe and follow. Okay. Alrighty then. Give me one second. I'm trying to clear my mouth with this fruit juice. Okay. My mush my mouth is all clean and stuff like that now. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, I didn't know this lady's name was Remy Chwene or Chwene or Chwene, I'm not too sure. It's R-A-M-I-C-H-U-E-N-E, that's the surname. Breaking her silence and working with the Fergusons once more. Now I know her because she's uh, someone whose face pops up on the telly often. If you watch South African television, which I hardly do these days. Um, but you can look her up, R-A-M-I. What's her name? Rami and then Chwene, if you don't know her, just like myself, in terms of the name. Um, she's popping up on my news feed here. She was the first celebrity guest on Somizi's new cooking cooking show, Dinner at Somizi's. Ah, Somizi has a cooking show. Well, I didn't, I, I, we had broken the fact that it was going to happen, but I didn't know that already. It's out there. Big ups. Now, Somizi and his husband were enthralled with Remy, with Remy due to her wisdom and charms, and Zanzi was a bit critical of Somkaga. Not being a chef, but the country has since warmed up to him after the latest show. The conversation touched on many different topics, from a public spat with the Fergusons and her daughter's OnlyFans account. Her daughter is good. on OnlyFans. That, that, that daughter is great. Yeah. <laughs> now, she revealed that uh, she would be open to the option of working with the Fergusons, saying, it depends. I would tell them to listen more. Being able to be a listener doesn't take away from the kind of leader that you are. Also, being creative does not mean you have to close off your human element, she said. She had um, some excellent advice for production houses, but they should allow communication when disputes arise. It is unfortunate that producers see the expression as a form of attack on them because that is the nature of the business. In the entertainment industry, people should not be untouchable. If we are not happy with the executive product producers, I think it's an element that we need to discuss. If you are not happy with directors and the channel, that, uh, the channel, then open the channel of communication, she advised. This actress feels that scientists are targeting obese people instead of finding a cure for the coronavirus. Is it? She slammed uh, the unnecessary observation because it has not been scientifically proven yet. Wait, this is a shit story. Let's move on. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I know. I apologize. Oh my god, how is Trump ever gonna recover from this? I'm looking at it, looks so ridiculous. I feel like he's a sellout now, you know, because I was big on him not uh, wearing the mask because it's so like me. Um, <laughs> almost, like, not wearing a mask almost feels like a very subversive thing to do, you know, you, you feel like uh, you're bucking the current. 
Yeah, you feel like you're being an iconoclast of sorts. You feel like you're being somewhat of a rebel. But obviously, there's a huge price to pay, and you can pay it with with your life if you're being sloppy. But I didn't see this one coming since he had made it clear that he's, it's your choice to wear a mask or not. So I got a sense that he's not really big on the idea. But I'm seeing him wear a face mask here. Wow. President Donald Trump finally yielded to pressure and he wore a face mask in public for the first time on Saturday as the US posted another daily record for coronavirus cases while uh, Disney World reopened in a state hit hard by the pandemic. White House experts leading the national uh, fight against the contagion have recommended wearing face coverings in public to prevent transmission of the illness. But Trump had repeatedly avoided wearing a mask even after staffers at the White House tested positive for the virus and there's more aides have taken to wearing them. Hours after, after, hours after the World Health Organization uh, urged countries to step up control measures to rein in the disease, Trump donned a dark mask bearing the presidential seal as he visited wounded military veterans at the Walter Reed Military Hospital in a suburb outside Washington. I've never been against masks but uh, I do believe they have a time and, and a place, he told reporters as he left the White House. And Trump is trailing uh, Democrat Joe Biden in the polls ahead of a, November, of a November election. And surveys show that most Americans are unhappy with how he has handled the public health crisis. But the president has continued to praise his own response to the pandemic, despite a cascade of figures showing the extent of the disease's spread across the United States. The country posted yet another daily record of confirmed cases on Saturday night with 66,528 new infections while the death toll rose by almost 800 to nearly 135,000. In Florida, where nearly one in six of those new infections were, were, were recorded, the Walt Disney World theme park partially reopened after a four months of shutdown prompted by the virus and hundreds of people queued to enter the park in Orlando, some spotting Mickey ears but all wearing face masks social distancing and other hygiene precautions also in place. Days earlier, top U.S. infectious diseases expert Anthony Fauci said that uh, Florida uh, Florida, had begun reopening before meeting the criteria that would have enabled it to do so safely. The coronavirus pandemic has infected nearly 13 million people, killed over 560,000 and triggered massive economic damage since the disease was first detected in China late last year. And the United States is the country worst hit by the illness, followed by Brazil, which surpassed 70,000 deaths on Friday. Uh, the World Health Organization chief Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, he called on countries to adopt an aggressive approach to tackling the virus, citing successful mitigation efforts in Italy, South Korea and elsewhere. And across all walks of life, we are all being tested to the limit, he told the virtual news conference in Geneva on Friday. Uh, only aggressive action combined with national unity and global solidarity can turn this pandemic around. Elsewhere, French officials warned of rising cases in metropolitan France as the death toll there topped 30,000. Um, let's get our figures as well. It's a Monday after all, and it's a day that we dedicate to finding out more about the coronavirus. I really don't. I stick my head in the sand when it comes to the coronavirus. I don't want to be affected. I don't want to be infected. And it's not ignorance. Uh, the kind that <coughs> leaves me um, susceptible to and the risk of contracting or exposed to. Uh, I mean, I do maintain social distancing. However, I still I also maintain my own personal level of comfort. And I don't want to be worried too much about this virus, right? To, to, to personalize it and invite it to my space. Maybe I'm in denial mode. 
and that's fine as long as for me it helps me not to be in fear mode or worry mode which is what most people are finding themselves in all right the pandemic is there but of the many things to worry about in life am i also going to be worried about this now as i go about my day-to-day existence no sorry okay not gonna happen that so uh, what's the latest numbers here in south africa let me just quickly find the numbers for you as we get an update um you can tell i don't even have them up ready because i'm not there at all in mind you know like i'm i'm not so we have 276,000 confirmed cases with a spike of um or confirmed cases over 24 hours of 12,058 those have recovered 135,000 and deaths is at 4,079 with 108 deaths recorded over the past 24 hours this was updated less, updated less than 50 minutes ago thank you Telecom, have you ever heard of something called the internet? And the internet is a vast sea of potentials, opportunities, uh, of information, of anything and everything that you can think of. You scour the net enough, you'll find it. So for you to be launching a complete online education platform for learners... Oh, okay. So maybe they are going to offer maybe like some kind of qualification or some kind of certification that you've done this. And so it's a structured program. Because I'm thinking to myself, well, why would you want to limit yourself to a certain course offered by telecom online when you, can, when you have the whole internet to inform yourself about any subject that comes to mind? Telecom have unveiled what, it, what they claim is a complete online education solution for learners through the Light Bulb Education Platform. This on a statement today that uh, currently learners, teachers and parents are using a combination of platforms and material to continue learning at home and to catch up on the curriculum. Lightbulb Education combines these learning experiences onto one platform. The platform focuses on mathematics and the sciences for grades 10 to 12 learners with the addition of grades 7 to 9 on the 1st of August 2020. Okay then, I get it. This is... Uh, formal education not just random self-education as i had had in my mind uh, light bulb education focuses on the goals of the learner and creates a path to achieve this goal through a personalized learning journey the teleco noted that uh, most classrooms in south africa have over 50 learners per class with one teacher having to give enough attention to each child and this is impossible in most cases resulting in some children being left behind 2020 has added additional strain to this already tenuous situation with teachers and parents now having to help learners to catch up on a teaching time lost during the lockdown period. The service is offered for free to telecom customers and they have also zero rated data for all telecom customers which means that all customers can access it for free both on mobile and fixed line products. Um, this is a nice marketing ploy, telecom on your side and this is a nice way to get yourself new subscribers for those who might find interest in this. As a learner, you will be able to cover specific topics by grade. Uh, you test yourself and you can participate in group tutoring sessions and the, the platform empowers parents to keep track of their children's progress through personalized reports and notifications. As a teacher, you can also use the platform to prepare lessons, you create tests, assessments, and you monitor class progress on learning material. So uh, this investment by Telcom on uh, light bulb education is through their Future Makers Investment Fund that backs innovative small technology businesses. 
so some of those are jobs that were said to be on the line of the 22,000 at Edcon. Some might be saved at least. There's a lifeline here. Foshini Group is making a 480 million rand offered by viable jet stores from Edcon. They've submitted uh, a conditional offer to acquire Edcon's business rescue practitioners to acquire some of the stores and assets of jet. And in the offer submitted uh, on Friday, TFG offered Edcon 480 million rands to acquire a minimum of 371 commercially viable jet stores. Edcon, which owns Edgars and Jet Stores, announced in late April that uh, they would file for voluntary business rescue after the nationwide lockdown exacerbated uh, their already dire financial position. It's just in June uh, that its business rescue practitioners said the only way to save the company and the jobs of its thousands of employees was through an accelerated sale of its divisions to interested parties. TFG, which has been growing its local manufacturing capacity, said that the proposed deal also comes with Jet's distribution center located in Durban and certain stores in Botswana, Lesotho, Namibia and Eswatini. The company is looking also to acquire Jet Club and all existing Jet stock of no less than 800 million rands. I think they're getting this at a bargain because obviously they're at their wit's end, isn't it? Uh, they They just need to recoup as much as they can to settle off whatever is owed to creditors and um, all other stakeholders and shareholders and whatnot that need to be to whom monies need to be paid during this process yeah so 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 probably a huge win for tfg and that they're getting this at a giveaway price Edcon's uh, business rescue practitioners have accepted the terms of TFG's conditional offer and TFG has been granted exclusivity to negotiate and finalize the terms and conclude the proposed transaction. This is what uh, the fashion retailer wrote in a statement issued on Monday morning, today essentially. Okay. Alright. Oh gosh, what, what, is, what is this now? This feels wrong. This is wrong. Wrong. Do you? This is wrong. Do you understand? Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. U.S. wanting to threaten. U.S. threatening to restrict WeChat following TikTok backlash. <coughs> Let's hear this. This comes amid uh, intense scrutiny over TikTok. Uh, as a potential national security risk in the U.S. WeChat, the essential tool for Chinese people's day-to-day -day life, is also taking the heat from Washington. White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro told Fox Business on Sunday that TikTok and WeChat are the biggest forms of censorship on the Chinese mainland and so expect strong action on that. Now, let me get, let me just say something this, let me just say this to any party, whether it's the Chinese side or the U.S. side. <coughs> any platform out there even if it's an american platform it's, 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 let's say it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a social media platform it's an american one as long as it's run by people whoever is operating that there's gonna be means and ways to intercept certain information or there's always gonna be that uh, room open for that human element for criminality or, or espionage or whatever i think what is at, at the heart of this is that america just wants to be the ones the ones who are in the ownership of these platforms for example and therefore have oversight of all the activities that goes in goes on over there 
as a means to ensure that they are holding strongly not just only to their position and power but that uh, there's no one else plotting against that i feel like it's just it's paranoia it's wanting to control people again Anyways, so Navarro alleged that all of the data that goes into those mobile apps that kids have so much fun with and seem so convenient, it goes right to servers in China, right to the Chinese military, the Chinese Communist Party and the agencies which want to steal our intellectual property. WeChat declined to comment for the story. TikTok said in a statement to TechCrunch that uh, protecting the privacy of their users' data is a critical priority for TikTok and it has never shared TikTok user data with the Chinese government and would not do so if asked. The biggest difference between restricting the two apps is the demographics that will be affected Outside of China, WeChat is mainly used by Chinese diaspora and foreign businesses with a footprint or connection in China, while TikTok is primarily used by young local users across international markets. And um, while WeChat powers a myriad of daily activities in China, from paying in a restaurant to booking a doctor's appointment, the app's function is mostly limited to messaging outside of China as foreign competitors fill its role in other aspects. It's unclear how the US restriction will play out, if it will at all, though some WeChat users are already speculating workarounds to stay in touch with their family and friends back home. In the case that uh, the Tencent-owned messenger is removed by Apple App Store or Google Play, US-based users could switch to another regional store to download the app. And if it were an IP address ban, they could potentially access the, uh, the app through virtual private networks, meaning VPNs, and tools that are familiar to many in China to access online services blocked by Beijing's Great Firewall. VPNs, by the way, are not necessarily for battling censorship. It's not uncommon to see overseas Chinese setting their IP address to their home country in order to stream shows on Chinese video platforms that are unavailable abroad due to licensing restrictions. Navarro's message arrived shortly after Secretary of State Mike Pompeo revealed that the US government is looking to ban TikTok. Launched by the Chinese internet upstart ByteDance, TikTok has been working to distance itself from its Chinese association through efforts such as storing data in America and Singapore as well as overhauling its corporate structure. It stressed in its statement that uh, their American chief information security officer has decades of US law enforcement and security experience and TikTok, um, TikTok's parent is a privately owned company backed by some of the best known US investors which hold four of its five board seats. So you see now, that's what, uh, that, that's exactly, they're playing into the hands of this US where they want to be able to tap into your thing, have control and access and knowledge of how you operate your business and thereby positioning themselves as the powerhouse that they are and the control freaks that they fucking are. It's in of the show, 13th July 2020. Alrighty then. Trust Ntantazo on this one. One song he's heard in the last 24 hours that must be shared with you. Right here. On Dan Dazo the show. Haven't had the song in a while. What a classic OMG. Perfect. 
Before we were rudely interrupted by the music. Jamiroquai is alleged. I'm sorry. Alleged. I say Jamiroquai is always an individual. It's actually a group, a band, whatever you want to call them. You can look them up. You give me something on this uh, Monday as we bounce back from the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, Zinzi Mandela, who was Africa's ambassador to Denmark since 2015. Um, let me see here. She just died in the early hours of, of today uh, here in Joburg. She was 59. At the, uh, she was 59. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, these things happen. If it was your time to go, it was your time to go. All right. Your history will remember you for the things you've done, the role you played. Um, one need not sing undue praises just because it's, it seems like or feels like it's the right thing to do. No. I know very little about Zinzi Mandela and therefore this for me carries no weight. However, she's no more. That's word Zinzi Mandela having passed on at the early hours of today. Okay. Um, yesterday, uh, Cyril... With immediate effect! No more alcohol! Okay, that, the band is back. The band is back. The band is back. And that's the only thing that really makes sense from all of what was said by him yesterday. Uh, also, the PSL, man. Uh, let me see here. You're, 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 you are already aware that they are the richest league here in Africa. And... Uh, they're seeking a new sponsor after Absa Bank announced that they would be ending a 13-year partnership with them, the Premier Soccer League. The league chairman, Evan Koza, said uh, there are four contenders to take over the 16-club championship, which runs from August to May and is screened throughout the continent. Uh, the veteran official, who is also chairman of hugely popular soda club, Orlando Pirates, gave very little away when pressed by reporters for the name of the potential new sponsors. We are in discussions with four potential sponsors. Two of these companies are international and two are local. The new sponsors of the PSL will be announced after the 2019 and 2020 season is concluded, which is probably in late August. Joburg-based DSTV, which is a sub-Saharan broadcaster, has been linked by the media with the sponsorship, as have international betting company Betway. 
Uh, Supersport, which has 15 channels in the DSTV package, are the main broadcasters of the PSL, having signed a third five-year deal last year for an undisclosed amount. They reportedly paid 1.6 billion rands in 2007 for the initial deal and a 2 billion rands for the first renewal. That way, recently agreed a three-year deal to bankroll the South African Test and one-day international cricket teams. Uh, Kelvin Watt, who, uh, who is the African Managing Director for Sport and Entertainment Marketing Research Company Nielsen uh, Sports, believes the PSL sponsorship is extremely attractive, saying that uh, there is no sponsorship that resonates as strongly with a broad range of South Africans as the PSL. This is what's telling the Arena Holdings Media Group. Errol Madlala, Director of Pitch Sports Media and Communications, agreed that supporting the PSL was a prize well worth pursuing because football is a very strong market and the PSL provides 10 months of weekly engagement with fans and gets the biggest share of the sport market. If it is no longer important to the needs of APSA, it definitely will be in the interest of someone else to get that kind of, that kind of exposure. Okay. Something very, something I found myself agreeing with came from uh, Stian Hazen over the weekend, talking about the need for South Africa to have uh, to to, to the, the fact that we need a martial plan, not ineffective gimmicks and outright lies. Um, we need a plan to build coronavirus treatment and prevention capacity. And government must have the humility to ask the private sector for help. That's what they said on Sunday yesterday. Uh, government's reintroduction of an alcohol ban and a nighttime curfew is simply to distract the real issue. The utter failure to build treatment and testing capacity and this ineffective gimmicks are an attempt to obscure the truth of, for our, of our situation. That national government has completely and utterly wasted South Africa's long and crippling lockdown. Daily that John Stian Hazen saying this in a statement following President Cyril Ramaphosa's televised address. Ramaphosa had broken his contract with the people of South Africa, putting both their lives and livelihoods at risk. Ramaphosa had called on the nation to make huge sacrifices, their livelihoods, their freedoms, sometimes their lives, to buy time for government to build treatment and testing capacity. The nation answered that call, yet government had nothing to show for it. Only one province, which is the DA-run Western Cape, used the lockdown effectively to build field hospitals, and I mean properly equipped and staffed field hospitals, not rows of beds bought from furniture stores with no staff or oxygen infrastructure. Apart from the one field hospital in the Eastern Cape, built by the private sector, there are no up-and-running field hospitals in the other eight provinces. That's what Stan Hazen said. The Western Cape government had managed to both successfully augment healthcare capacity and manage infection rates with an aggressive and focused testing strategy. As a result, they had managed to flatten the infection curve and raise the line of public health care capacity. So while there is spare capacity in Western Cape field hospitals even as infections peaked there, the people of ANC-run provinces are left fighting over oxygen and for their lives while money allocated for boosting public health care hemorrhages under corruption and scooter scandals. Instead of effective testing regimes, quarantine facilities, hospital beds, oxygen and caregivers as infections spike, there is the usual corruption and scapegoating. The argument that alcohol trauma was putting the system under pressure was simply an excuse and cover up for this failure. Alcohol was the scapegoat, not the reason. A curfew was uh, a curfew gave an illusion of control when quite clearly the government had no control over the real issue, which was treatment and testing capacity. He went on to say that the DA rejects the ban of family visits. It fundamentally undermines the right to dignity and goes to the heart of what makes us human. How can it be legal to visit a casino or a church service with 49 other people but illegal to see one's own family?
We need a Marshall Plan to build treatment and prevention capacity. Government must have the humility to ask the private sector for help and must learn from what is working in the Western Cape. Every available resource must be rallied to the cause. I found myself agreeing with him there for a second. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Carry on talking there, buddy. You, you're right on track. Tell, tell them! Elon Musk's wealth officially surpassed that of Warren Buffett on Friday. Did you, did you pay attention? Did you, did you pick that up? These things, I don't know why these things matter to me. I don't know why I'm, am I the only one who's only ever was fascinated about the rich people and, and I told about like, the filthy, super, astronomically, ginormously, gargantuously rich kind of people. Yeah, I, 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 it fascinates me when people have such dizzying wealth. Uh, Elon Musk's wealth officially surpassed that of Warren Buffett on Friday, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Fueled by Tesla's skyrocketing stock, uh, skyrocketing stock price and a hefty donation by the Oracle of Omaha. The South African born Musk, the CEO of Tesla, and the electric car maker's biggest shareholder, saw his riches surge more than $6 billion on Friday alone to $70.5 billion, 1.1 trillion rands, alright, in, in terms of the rand equivalent. As the company's market value kept off a week of fresh highs. The stock is up 259% in 2020 compared with the benchmark S&P 500 index's 1% gain. So Musk is now number 7 on the list, up from number 12. Buffett, the most famous investor and multi-billionaire, saw his fortune decline this week after giving away $2.9 billion worth of Berkshire Hathaway shares to charity. And since 2006, you'll recall, um, uh, he's gifted more than $37 billion worth of the shares. Okay. Oh, to enough mask, he's no longer supporting Kanye West's uh, presidential run, hey? This, he appears to have walked away or backed on his earlier praise for Kanye West. After Kanye West announced his presidential bid last week and left jaws dropped, the first endorsement he received was from Elon Musk. However, things now appear to be grim for the rapper as the only public endorsement he received apart from his wife seems to have backpedaled. In an explosive interview with Forbes, West had lifted the veil off many of his contentious beliefs, including the fact that he believes vaccines are the mark of the beast. Now, today I used a short question towards the tech mogul saying, Come on, Elon, you're way too intelligent for this expletive. Meaning, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so responding to that in a now deleted tweet, Musk appeared to have walked back on his earlier phrase for the uh, praise for the rapper, saying we may have more differences of opinion than I anticipated, said Musk. Earlier, he had responded to West's announcement of his presidential run, saying, You got my full backing there, buddy. You got my full backing. Ooh, gee whiz. I think I need to go back and recalibrate. I need to go and recenter. I need to go zone in. I need to go and. Uh, Alright. Kanye! Can you ditch your plans to run for president? Because that's just foolish. Can we have this vision of you back? Who recalls this vision of Kanye? Didn't you just love him then? Sticking to his craft while he knows best, singing and rapping. More up his alley. Yeah. Taking the states and likening it to a Kim Kardashian thing, you can just sway it and uh, and win it over and charm it over. No, dog, you're 
it's a presidential race. Like, I, I, nothing about him to me says uh, president material. And I've listened to his rhetoric and his, and, and, and his arguments and uh, how he expresses himself. And I'm like, this guy, he doesn't pull at the heartstrings. You know, he's not the kind of person that... Uh... Nah, dog, find Jesus some more instead, okay? See you again tomorrow on Tuesday. This has been the show. Um, yeah, I need to go recent and zone in. This Monday has just been in limbo, I suppose. Welcome to Dan Dazo the Show. Monday to Friday. Independent. Current. Exciting. Subscribe and follow.